Hello, everybody, and we have two Titans facing each other, as it's the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots. And one of these teams will be known as it's either a rise of a dynasty or a dynasty, a second dynasty, that is continuing on. This is a poor Keith Jackson impression, and it's time for some B-rolling over. What's up, everyone? This is Nathan for B-Rolling Over. And, man, I can't believe it's going to be within a week. It will be the big game, Super Bowl 53. Or Super Bowl... Between the L.A. Rams and the New England Patriots. Only a couple of places will be rooting for the New England Patriots. And it's St. Louis, I mean St. Louis, Missouri, and the rest of the states that are part of New England. Everyone else in the United States will be rooting for the L.A. Rams. But before we get to talk about the big game, the Super Bowl... Uh, what we should keep our eye on. Let's have a special welcome to to my guest. Uh, the segment of squash the glow the gro the glorifying glory of global sports with squash polo. Take it away, my friend. From the other side of the pond. Welcome. This is Squash Paul. I wish we were talking about badminton or even some squash or water polo or just plain polo. Instead, we are talking about the glorified hand egg ball. Ah, as it's between the St. Louis Rams. Which I realized they actually moved back to L.A. Ah. Oh. So they're now the L.A. Rams. Fighting against the constant reminder of our slow demise of our British Empire. The New England Patriots. Yes. The most watched event is... The big game. The Super Bowl. Which, by the way, I'm really surprised that people haven't made a joke about since there's a guy with the last name of Sue calling that the Super Bowl. Yet, with the player of Nadama Kasu, who plays for the LA Rams. Facing against Bill Belichick and, the, and Tom Brady. Which I guess he's the most popular out of the Brady Bunch, I guess. I haven't heard anything from Marsha or any of the rest of the Brady Bunch. But I guess apparently this Brady is probably the most popular. And there was a whole variety show and spin-off shows out of the Brady Bunch. Anyways, I'm not really sure. About this game, I, I don't want to see the New England Patriots win. 
but I definitely do not want to see the LA Rams winning either. Because if the LA Rams do win, yes, it gives that, you know, wonderful Hollywood story of a team and have a quarterback that was, that looked like it was going to be a bust and it actually turns out that he's actually finding a way to be a franchise quarterback. All he needed was a decent head coach. And Sean McVay ends up winning in, in the place that he grew up in, in Atlanta. Oh, no. We're either going to have obvious this is rigged or obvious this is going to be rigged. Obviously, this will be rigged for Sean McVay to end up winning. Coming back to the place where he grew up in, in Atlanta and wins his first Super Bowl, becoming the youngest head coach in, during the Super Bowl era to win the Super Bowl. Two, this goes all full circle for Tom Brady. Because his first Super Bowl win was against the Rams. And that was also coincidentally the New England Patriots' first Super Bowl win as well. Makes a full circle. I don't see him retiring. He's going to stick to his word of retiring until he's 45. Of retiring once he turns 45. You see, he looks like the kind of person that sticks to his word. But, but then again, he said he wanted a decent backup. And then he realized that he was going to end up being the backup. And ended up want, demanding Jimmy Garoppolo to be sent somewhere else. But otherwise, yes, he is a man of his word. <laughs> Anyways, hopefully this ends up being a close game and very entertaining. But we shall find out who wins the NFL MVP. If it ends up turning out to be one of the LA Rams players, oh man, that will not be good news. Because during the Super Bowl era, a player that is playing and won the NFL MVP has now been 0-4-9. In the Super Bowl, when a player plays on the team that is the NFL MVP. But the last time a Super Bowl... <laughs> last time a Super Bowl winner... Had the NFL MVP of the regular season winning the Super Bowl as none other than the uh, the great underdog story himself, Kurt Warner, who once worked at a high V when he won Super Bowl 34. That is the last time, and he was with the Rams. So it should be interesting. It should be an interesting matchup. It will be once again Boston fans bragging about how they beat an LA team yet again. Or we have people that pretty much did not watch the 
Rams football season all year and claiming that they were the biggest fans because, as you know, an L.A.'s favorite team is the one that makes the playoffs. Anyways, this is Squash Polo for the glorified glory of global sports with Squash Polo. Thank you for listening. But what's your prediction, Squash Polo? Well, if I would have to have it be, I, I guess I would say uh, the rest win. The fans lose. That's all I'm going to say. How about how about score predictions? Oh, all right, all right, I'll, I'll I'll give it. I would say the New England Patriots make a comeback, but not as big of a comeback as Super Bowl Fifty One. They make a comeback and they end up winning the Super Bowl. Unfortunately for a lot of the rest of the United States, but it's not St. Louis or part of the New England area. Tom Brady wins his sixth Super Bowl, will be claimed as one of the greatest quarterbacks and NFL players of all time. Bill Belichick already will have that stamped on his hoodie. Final score will be, let me see, by average, the games are pretty close. Last year was by eight points, so I'm going to say they win it by seven points. So, it will be the final score will be 30 to 23. Final drive. Look like we're going to, and I'll give you one better. I'm going to say it. It will seem like we are heading to a second overtime Super Bowl. But instead, there will be a penalty, roughing the pass a penalty against the Damakasu. On Tom Brady, during the final drive, Tom Brady finds a way to take all the way down to the drive. And the game-winning touchdown will be to the most unlikely person. It will not be the Rob Gronkowski. It will be too obvious. Definitely not Julian Edelman, regardless of them being a great weapon. He will pass it to none other than Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan will make the game-winning touchdown catch and the final score will be 30 New England Patriots 23 LA Rams and Atlanta gets insulted with the fact that the New England Patriots win in in Atlanta thank you for that squash poll I do appreciate you coming along to the show no problem. But it's definitely my pleasure to be here, and this will not be the last, unless if it's probably, probably not a very popular segment. Alright, well, thank you for coming by, and I do appreciate it, Squash Polo. No, thank you. You have a great rest of your day, chap. There you have it, Squash Polo giving his prediction for Super Bowl 53. And even the final drive. Alright, we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Now, let's play 
Now let's play a game. I'm going to say a sentence and you guess whether there are no prizes. It's just for your own benefit. It, it's just kind of fun to, 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 to see how people respond. I might even will film this and and give people a chance on YouTube as well to, to guess whether this is a line from a sitcom, a line from an advertisement, or a line from my life. Are you ready for the dialogue? <clears throat> Dad, you ended up giving me Coke Zero. What? No, I didn't. I got you Coca-Cola. Oh, I saw the packaging and I thought it was Coca-Cola. Uh, this is Coke Zero, Dad. Oh, I wanted to get you a special treat. Well, it is a special treat. Because Mom usually doesn't let me have Coke Zero. Now, I'm going to give you the options. Is it... Is it A, a line from a sitcom with obvious product placement? B, B, an advertisement for Coca-Cola, promoting both Coca-Cola, Classic, and Coke Zero? Or C... It is a line, it, this was actually said during my life, actually, <laughs> during my life. Please give your responses of A, B, or C. And I'm going to repeat that again. It's either A, a line from a sitcom, but it has obvious obvious product placement for both Coca-Cola Classic and Coke Zero. B, it's advertisement um, promoting Coca-Cola Classic and Coke Zero. Or C, it's actually a line from my life. Alright, I'll give you some time, people, and I'll let you know the answer soon. I gave you enough time to think about it. All right. And the answer is C. It was actually dialogue as part of my life. I gave my... The funny story, I gave my dad around 20 bucks. That way you could go down to the store and get Coca-Cola. I enjoy Coca-Cola Classic. And... <laughs> and he... Ended up, he ended up getting it as a treat. He actually gave me my money back, and he ended up having it as a treat for me. 
And he actually, because of the packaging, because of the new packaging, because it's half red and half black packaging for Coke Zero, so he got confused because he thought it was Coca-Cola Classic. But it was actually Coke Zero. So, sometimes life is funnier than hats. Life is funnier than actually half the scenarios that you see in sitcoms. That's what I've learned. And I'm not I'm not sure about having this be a continuous uh, segment for the podcast and it would be actually interesting on how people think on whether or not it's actually a line from a sitcom or it's advertisement or actually some weird, bizarre dialogue from yours truly's life. <laughs> so, anyways. And hopefully the next podcast, this next podcast episode... Or maybe this upcoming podcast episode, I haven't quite uh, decided yet, that we get, finally, for the first time, we will actually have, no offense, Squash Polo, but an actual guest by phone, uh, Tyler Jackson Price, who is a, who did some stand-up comedy, has done some radio for ESPN, uh, mostly radio advertisement. And also as a voice actor. So it should be a fun time. Definitely a fun time. Especially when you can have a guy that could do a great Barack Obama. And also a great Donald Trump impression. And many other great impressions as well. Especially the Joker. So it should be a fun time. Should be a blast. And I'll dig in deeper on how he got into the field. And what he has enjoyed. What, what his favorite impression is. And what are his goals? It, it should be interesting because he pretty much has his life all put together. Meanwhile, you have the host of the podcast and he's still trying to figure out uh, what he should do with his life. He, I'm, I'm at that process in my life right now. So it, it should be fascinating on a person that pretty much has a family and it's funny that a person that's hosting doesn't really have a... Well, I do have a family, but what I mean is I don't have a family as in as in a wife and a child of my own. And so... <laughs> so... Should be, in, should be interesting. All right. You'll be listening to some music that I'll put in place. I haven't quite decided what music yet, but... Uh, some music that I combined together by using Apple Loop. So I'll be using that music and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Be Rolling Over podcast. And I just want to say, if you thought hosting the Oscars is bad, well, (laughs) especially nobody wanting to host the Oscars, well, how about being the halftime show? Which, you don't get paid. Yeah. It's not a paying gig. It's just for publicity. Of course, the halftime show is Maroon 5 and featuring a big boy, and I and I forget. You know, most of these musicians, for me these days, are just, okay, they're popular right now. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> this is music to people now these days. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an old curmudgeon back in my day, back in the 90s. Rap was music, boy bands, and every morning I never I could fought it from Sugar Ray. Now rap was music. <laughs> but it's great for, uh, Adam, is that Adam Levine? Yeah, Adam Levine is part of Maroon 5, which he's also on the autism spectrum, so it's nice to see some autism representation, you know, for halftime. Also, 
I don't know how they're going to pull this off, but I've heard that people sign petitions for making sure that there's a tribute for Steven Hillenburg, as in for V is for Victory song would be performed at halftime. And that it should it should be great, should be interesting. I'm just wondering how they're going to pull that off. So, so, so if you don't have any other reason, if you're not into football and you're not into watching commercials, if you're not even into music, but you are a fan of animation, please check out the halftime show. They're going to play V is for Victory. Should be interesting as a Steven Hillenberg tribute, which died of ALS. Which is known as Lou Gehrig's disease. So there's a commercial that I recently watched and I found out it's actually supposed to be shown for the Super Bowl. But I just want to say that there is no sponsor there, there's no sponsorship with between me and Microsoft. I just saw this I just saw the commercial and it it brought tears to my eyes because you you never think about well I have two hands and I'm able to play the video game you know on on my Xbox which in my case with the Xbox 360 for me but it's just so it's just heartwarming to to see all these kids with uh, different different abilities and special needs and and now Microsoft has Microsoft Studios has made a video game you know, a video game controller that those that are special needs are on the spectrum or they're they're not as abled to and makes it easier for them to control and, and still continue on playing the video games that they enjoy playing. It brought it brought tears to my eyes, to be honest. It's just so wonderful because it's just so wonderful that now everybody can play on the Xbox now, Xbox One in this case. But it is so wonderful and, and amazing that that we now have the technology that everybody can play video games and. Even if you lost a hand, even if you were born disinformed, you're still able to play the games that that you enjoy. And they have different systems that I, I let me let, let me look it up quickly. I was just really excited to to find this out. I mean, I'm. I'm thankful. I'm on the autism spectrum, but I'm more high functioning, and and I'm and I'm just grateful for that. And I just want to look up and see. It's the what? What do they call it? The Xbox adapt. 
I think it's called the Microsoft Adaptive Kit. Something like that. Oh, the Microsoft Adaptive Controller. And you just know it was either someone that has that or they knew someone that, you know, it's just unfortunate to, to have that. And so they worked on finding a way that way they could play the games that they enjoy. And they feel that they are on an even ground. And that is just beautiful by itself. And I just want to thank Microsoft for, and, and the person that created this, to thank them that they were able to find a way to make this make this plausible that way everyone can enjoy playing the video games that they enjoy playing and they can play it with their friends as well it, it it brought tears to my eyes this will be a super bowl commercial for this year but it just brought tears to my eyes on seeing all these kids that That had difficulty playing. They still played with those controllers, but it just this just makes it easier and on even ground. And I that's all I can say for this is this is wonderful. This is showing the showing what we can do with this advanced technology for for the better. And I'm looking forward to seeing more advancements. Hopefully Nintendo and and Sony catches on on making a system that way it's not just only on the Xbox One, but also for every system that is that is played. And <clears throat> what I also found interesting was also they designed the boxes differently. That way even people that are that have disabilities are able to easily open the box. And that's where we're thinking not outside the box, but inside the box. As well. That's crazy. You you it, it's one of those little details you, you never think about. Because you're like, well, I'm physically fine, I'm mentally fine. You, you just never think about that's that's just amazing that someone pointed out and I and I bet there was someone that because Microsoft also were one of the first few companies to think about we maybe we should instead of denying the people on the spectrum of working instead maybe we should because everybody needs a different perspective maybe there's something that they see that you don't see that's why you make sure to hire every possible person because every person will give you a different perspective on a situation and scenario Anyways, I, I just want to, if, if you have tears to your eyes after watching the commercial, that means you have a, you have a soul. And 
just, I, I can't believe this technology exists. This is this is just amazing, and and I thank Microsoft Studios and the person that created the. That created the Microsoft Adaptive Controller. That is, that is amazing. That that that's all I have to say. That is amazing. So, let me give you my opinion with Super Bowl Fifty Three. Super Bowl Fifty Three between the LA Rams and the New England Patriots. New England Patriots are two and a half point favorites right now. And I have to say, no matter what, this is a team that either way, you're going to be uncomfortable. You will feel uncomfortable if you have a, let's say, let's say, I'm not going to say 25 point lead because I don't want Atlanteans to not want me in Atlanta. (laughs) But let's just say, a let's say even if you have a a 32 point lead i'm just going to say that for example even if you have a 32 point lead against this team you should be nervous the new england patriots have enough postseason experience and that's what's scary about them tom brady has been through every possible scenario it could be 35 to nothing, and Tom Brady will look calm, cool, and collected as Joe Cool Montana himself. But you need to make sure to be ahead because Tom Brady's going to pretty much. This is why I think the game plan will be simply. They now have a running back of Sony Michelle, which coincidentally went to the University of Georgia. Come to think of it, Todd Gurley also went to the University of Georgia as well. Both running backs playing in Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and they both went to the University of Georgia. What are the odds of that? <clears throat> Anyways, usually the New England Patriots defense isn't that great. But for some strange reason during the postseason, they kick it up a notch. Regular, just because they play lousy during the regular season. But then again, of course, points for defense. New England Patriots were second. The Chicago Bears were number one. In that category. But when it comes to the postseason. New England Patriots. Defense is better. So I'm thinking. The way that. You can beat the New England Patriots. You gotta put a lot of pressure. On Tom Brady. You. And what a better person than Aaron Donald. Nadamaka Sue. 
and the rest of the front line of that defensive line for the LA Rams. If you put pressure on Tom Brady, you're going to find a way to win that battle between his offense and your defense. Obviously, of course. Also, you need to have Marcus Peters and Akib Talib, John Johnston, anyone in the secondary hold down Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, James White, even Philip Everett, and especially the Gronk. You can't forget about the Gronk. That way, Tom Brady has trouble finding anyone to pass to, obviously. Especially, this is what the defense needs to look out for. Tom Brady is well known for throwing screen passes. They got to watch for the screen passes. They definitely got to watch for some of those slants, especially the slant ins and the slant outs as well. Because that's pretty much the New England Patriots offense. Pa passing. That, that's their offensive passing. And now and then they do a play action. But otherwise, that's the New England Patriots offense. And they find a way to beat you down with that. Because you're thinking they're going to throw a medium route, but they end up throwing a, a dinky short screen pass. They say offense wins games and defense wins championships. I would like to say that, but here's a key thing as well. You need experience. New England Patriots have all the experience in the postseason. This isn't their first Super Bowl. I mean, this team and, and their quarterback, this isn't his first Super Bowl, obviously. Jared Goff, this is his first Super Bowl. Nadama Kasu, this is his first Super Bowl. How will Jared Goff handle the pressure in the Super Bowl? Of course, in the first quarter, it'll be a little bit, a little bit off because it's his first Super Bowl. But still, remember last year in Super Bowl Fifty Two, Nick. This was Nick Foles' first Super Bowl, and what he did, no matter what, he stayed calm and collected. And that annoyed the Patriots' defense. Even when it looked like New England Patriots were going to win the game, he kept calm, collected, and played through and through. And the Patriots' defense was annoyed. Because a scenario gets worse if you panic. So if Jared Goff can stay calm, cool, and collected, no matter what the score is, I think the LA Rams should do fine. Should do well. The key definitely has to be the rushing attack. Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley C.J. Anderson, 
And that passing tech with Jared Goff, I mean, to Robert Woods. Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. And even the Higby. They don't have Cooper Cup. Because he's out for the season. Man. It would have been great to have Cooper Cup in this game. Because that would definitely... Would put me over the edge of like, well, uh, maybe. I would go, you know what? Yeah, I think the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. But... The Patriots have more experience with the postseason. They can handle all these different scenarios. And they practice with all these different scenarios. I wouldn't be surprised if they practice a 35 nothing scenario where they're down 35 to nothing. I wouldn't put it past them. With that being said, I feel that this game will end up ending in a familiar note. I think this will end with a game-winning field goal. Just similar to Super Bowl 36. When these two teams met. Super Bowl 36. Tom Brady has pretty much already shown that he is one of the greatest quarterbacks. And for any remaining doubters that are out there, if he wins this Super Bowl, there will be no more doubt. No more doubters out there. No excuses. He would have already shown that he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of our time with his sixth Super Bowl win. Which I kind of find funny because Joe Montana won four Super Bowls and Tom Brady has already won five. But remember, Joe Montana didn't lose a Super Bowl either. So, with that being said, I think the final score will be New England Patriots 34, LA Rams 31. And the MVP, well, bizarrely, well, no, they would only give it to him if he was announcing retirement. I was about to say Rob Gronkowski, but I think they're going to give it to Tom Brady again if the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl. Give it to Tom Brady for MVP. As if he hasn't had enough Super Bowl MVP trophies. No matter what the final score ends up being, I just hope we end up having an entertaining Super Bowl. Last year's Super Bowl is is going to be hard to top off. I mean, the second most points scored combined by both teams in Super Bowl history last year. In last year's Super Bowl. But I think the NFL might find a way. I just hope the LA Rams, I hope the LA Rams do win. You know what's interesting about Super Bowl 36? 
I, I remember back then that reporters were talking about how this game, how Super Bowl 36 would be a start of a dynasty. Of course, at that time, everybody was talking about, you know, the greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Rams. Back then, St. Louis Rams, now LA Rams. But the reporters didn't think that they would actually be right with that statement. They just didn't think it was going to be the New England Patriots. Can you imagine back in the 90s? If I went back time in the back in time in the 90s and I told and I told people around 1992, let's say, and I told them, "Hey, you're not going to believe this, but New England Patriots will be one of the greatest dynasties ever in Super Bowl history. And they'd go like, are you drunk? Are you high? This mediocre organization? And they end up becoming a dynasty. And they're trying to make a second dynasty. Anyways, no matter what happens, after Tom Brady or Bill Belichick or both retire, we're going to really appreciate more Super Bowls with probably, we'll most likely have Kansas City Chiefs, Jacksonville Jaguars maybe in the future, or even the Houston Texans. But anyways, thank you everybody for listening to this podcast. I do appreciate from all you lovely listeners and handsome hearers out, out there. As I'm Nathan for B-rolling over. Saying so long, so long, until next time. <clears throat> if you enjoy this, if you... Enjoy this podcast. Please check out my 32, now other 32 podcast episodes. Excuse me. Especially uh, Star Wars, The Last Poor Guy. And (laughs) and my review on Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And even by Panther, give that a listen. <clears throat> this podcast is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a nonprofit that hires people with special needs and on the autism spectrum. They make special, uniquely screen printed designs on t shirts, tank tops, sweaters, flannels. And who could forget also hoodies. They also have some special accessories as well. You can go online at industryhorror.com or if you're around the Ventura County area, go check out the Industry Horror Boutique Shop off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura, right next door to the Buffalo Exchange Store. Screen printing with a conscious. They also, they also as well do some, 
redesigning your logo if you want your logo updated or you want it to be redesigned. No matter how big or small your business is, they do everything they can to help out in the community. <clears throat> also, if you're around the Ventura County area, coming up uh, February 16th will be a fundraiser event for Industry Horror. It's the Mafia... Mafia Casino Date Night, where there will be stand-up comedy, nice Italian cuisine, <clears throat> also a silent auction for trips as to Africa and even to Tuscany. Oh, and, and we also have poker as well, because casino, of course, <laughs> poker. <clears throat> there will be poker, and it should be a really fun night, and yours truly will be the MC. So I'm hoping to MCing you there. It's, uh, it's around February 16th. It will be at the Ventura Beach Club. And you can... Get your tickets now for only $15 if you either go down to the Industry Horror Boutique Shop or on IndustryHorror.com. But the this pre but it won't last very long of being only $15, so take advantage of this steal of a deal while you can. 